Hello, deadly people. Welcome to Rising, Thriving, and Vibing podcast. I'm your host, Keisha Tipwin, a digital creator, entrepreneur, and a deadly auntie. This show is about healing, humor, and deadly vibes. Here to rise, thrive, and vibe together. Danse, nitoti mak. Hello, friends. I hope all is well and I'm glad you're back for your weekly dose of deadliness. I'm all set up in my room. I have my lawn chair, my mini portable desk, my creeword of the week, and my bottle of water. I also just finished a Tim Hortons iced coffee. Oof, it was so bomb today. But I just finished it. It was the last of it. I had to savor it. And when I went out this morning, it was so beautiful out. It was such a cool breeze and it wasn't so hot out. It was like a decent temperature today and I really liked it because it was so cool. It just like it just reminded me of the fall vibes. I'm like, oh snap, fall is coming. Summer is coming to an end. AKA act up seasons coming to an end as well. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so what's today's episode going to be about? Today I'm going to talk about snake relationships, what they are how long they last, and if I want a snake relationship or relationship, and some pet peeves when it comes to dating. And this week's Cree theme is adult-only words. So I'm just going to be finishing up this mason jar, and that will be the end of this Cree theme. So stay tuned till the end to hear the Cree word of the week. Updates. So this past weekend, I went to Whitefish, aka Big River Powwow, and my family was set up there. They had a camping spot, and that's where I was chilling like during the day, and I was just surrounded by my family. It, it threw me back because when I was younger, me, my family, and my cousins would go to a powwow. We would camp out and just set up there, and my, my cousins and I would dance. Like, I was rocking a jingle dress for a bit, then I moved to traditional, then I stopped at traditional, and now I'm going to be coming back into the circle, hopefully by next year, and I'm uh, I'm going to dance jingle. I'm bringing this out into the world. I'm going to manifest it. Um, but yeah, it just like threw me back. It just brought me back all those memories of dancing and just being with family. And it, it pumped me up to actually start dancing myself. And like I wanted, I do want to work on an outfit. I do want to work on beadwork. It's just like finding those designs, those patterns, and learning how to do these things. So I'll be working on that. And I also got to work out because it's it's a lot of cardio, but I, I enjoy it. I love dancing jingle. I just love like doing the footwork and all that stuff. And it's going to be an exciting time of just exercising, doing cardio, and trying different uh, moves trying different footwork and all this good stuff I don't know I'm getting like really like I'm I have I'm anxious but I'm trying to change that anxious into excitement so it's like I feel better but it's very exciting to think about especially to go back into the powwow world powwow circle it's it's different than my social media world obviously but I'm very excited to get into my culture more oh also another update is I made a schedule for this week I planned out each day. So yesterday I completed like my Monday. 
Um, I completed like almost all the stuff. I just like missed two things, but I was just busy throughout the whole day. I thought I could complete all those stuff, but I, I, I put too much in one day. I'm learning though. I'm sticking to the schedule. I'm following it. I'm also working on practicing my speech. So far, I got, I'm 17 slides in. And I'm very excited for this speaking opportunity as well because it's coming up soon and probably in like two weeks. And I said this story like so many times, but it's just organizing it. I'm very excited for it because I'm going to be working with some deadly people and this is going to be my first youth conference. Like I just have butterflies just thinking of it and I don't know, I'm just so excited. I know it's going to be such an amazing experience. Working on those 17 slides yesterday, I just like pumped myself up. I'm like, oh snap, I was just at the library too, just chilling there. <sighs> Anyways, I know it's going to be an amazing experience, but that's another update. And my last update, y'all, oh my gosh. If you're listening to this on August 24th, it marks two years of being sober from alcohol. I can't believe I did that. Wow, two years. And this year, the temptations were so real. Like, that urge just to act up and go crack a cold one. Ooh, like, I was just going through it, but I did it. I made it to two years. And I'm so proud of myself. I never, like, really seen myself being sober, choosing the sobriety path. But here I am doing it. I'm living it. I'm learning how to cope without alcohol, which is like very good for me in my healing. But two years, two years of being sober. It's a, that's a good pat on my back. <laughs> Anyways, let's move on. I'm going to ask my main question. How are you healing today? And what I mean by that is, what are you doing to help with your mental health either today or from this past week. For me, I'm healing by sticking to my schedule this week and trying to get stuff done. I already went to the library yesterday, so that was pretty productive of me, and I got some stuff done that was on my list, but I didn't get all of them done, but at least I got some stuff done, so that counts. <clears throat> Anyways, when I went to the library yesterday, it, I just missed it. I was like, damn, this really is my element. I just got so much stuff done. I got 17 slides done within like how many, like, well, like two hours, but that's still something. And I'm just, damn, that was, that time went by fast too when I was creating the slides. I still have to add more because it has to equal to one hour. Well, like at least approximately. So that's what I was working on yesterday and it was good vibes over there. I'm also healing by working out more. I do work out at home, but since I only have a little bit room, I'm only limited to doing certain things. And there's also a person living under me, so I'm trying not to be as loud when I work out. But I just love that feeling after a good workout. You know, that burning feeling like, oh shit, I feel deadly. <laughs> yeah, I just love that feeling. And I just, I miss going to the gym and just lifting weights. I canceled my membership here a couple months ago because I just, I wasn't feeling that gym anymore. My one year was up. I'm like, all right, I'm out. So I just been chilling at home doing workouts here. 
But I do want to go to a gym again. I do want to get a membership. So I'm going to manifest that to get a gym membership at Good Life. That was my OG gym and it's like calling my name but I just need some income for it. So hopefully I'll get it soon. And when I do, I'm so excited to get back to the weights. And there's also a sauna there. That was my favorite part of the gym was the sauna. And I'm excited for that again. Ooh. Oh, so exciting just thinking about this. <laughs> and lastly, I'm healing by getting out of my comfort zone and sending emails out. So I always talked about this like being stuck in my comfort zone when it like comes to sending out emails, putting myself out there. I did it. I sent one email, something, it still counts, regarding my podcast and stuff like that. So I created myself like a little template. I'm like, oh snap, that's actually a pretty good template to use. So I'm going to be using that, but switching up the words, obviously making it more personal and suitable for the pers- the people, the company, brand I email. Oh yes, and I also edited my media kit today. I haven't seen that thing since I was in that uh, TikTok Accelerator program. I updated my bio and my stats of my socials. So that one is ready to get sent out to people. I also forgot to attach it to that email, but... I will send it eventually if they do respond. Also, I forgot to mention that I recently did an interview with Windspeaker regarding the TikTok Accelerator program I attended last year. And it's up on Windspeaker if y'all want to check it out. Check it out. I had fun with that interview. It was very last minute. I received an email same day, then I had that interview a couple hours later. Then I'm like, oh snap, it really be like that as a creator. But yeah, check it out, y'all. And if you are a creator or on social media and you want a presence on TikTok, I encourage you all to apply to that program. It's only available in Canada. It's called the TikTok Accelerator for Indigenous Creators program, hosted by National Screen Institute and TikTok Canada. So apply, apply, apply. Moving on to questions now. Question. What is a snagglationship? A snagglationship is the same thing as a situationship. And if you don't know what a situationship is, a situationship is an undefined relationship. So you have all these things a relationship has, but you're just not official. You're not exclusive. You're basically single, but you have your main. (laughs) It's like more than a friendship, but you're just friends. Like you don't have that relationship title. But you do all these stuff that are in a relationship that have all these relationship traits. Like you're with each other every day. You're even probably shacked up. You have emotions for each other. But the partner doesn't want anything serious. Sometimes you may get mixed signals. No communication, no label, no commitment. That's a snagglationship or a situationship. I prefer snagglationship because I indigenized it, might as well. 
Has anyone experienced a snake relationship before? So for me, I have. It's crazy. I was in a snake relationship for at least over a year, maybe two years. It was wild. We had we did everything like as a couple. We went out to eat. We went out to drink. This is when I was drinking during the time. We were always with each other. We spent time together. We we kissed. We held hands. We went to events together. But we didn't have that title. I didn't want that relationship title. So I I I wanted to be in a snake relationship during that time. But that's, that was toxic of me. You know, that's anti-toxic days. And it lasted for so long. I'm like, damn, I can't believe I went through that. I can't believe I put another person through that. And we put each other through that together. I'm like, damn. We were with each other, but we were also single for over a year. Probably like a year and a half or two years almost. I don't know. Something like that. But has anyone else experienced that? Has anyone else experienced like longer than two years of being in a situation? I mean, a snake relationship. Let me know. Send me a DM on Insta or on TikTok if I follow you there. You know what I noticed? That the dating these days is all about snake relationships. You see people with each other holding their hands, acting like a couple, but in reality, they're just friends with benefits kind of thing or they're in a snake relationship or they're like the main squeeze kind of thing either key mooch the sneaky link but i just noticed that i'm like damn people want to real well people want all this stuff that comes with a relationship but don't want that label i'm like what it's tough out in these streets (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh my gosh it's it's i don't know i find it like rare these days for someone to get into a relationship and if you're one of them rare ones you deadly <laughs> next question how long do snake relationships last so snake relationships can last however long they want to last when it comes to people for me i had a snake relationship That lasted from like two weeks to a month to a year to a year and a half to almost two years. Like, it's crazy how long they can last. When I observe too, like my other other people that are in my life, their snake relationships last like over a year, over two years. And I'm like, damn, it'd be like that, man. I'm trying to be in a relationship. I'm trying to get out of this snake relationship lifestyle. E, that's anti-toxic. That's old me. <laughs> but yeah, it just ranges how long they last. And it's crazy because you do all these all these stuff with one person, but you're just not committed to each other. <laughs> My next question. Do you prefer a snake relationship or a relationship? Y'all, old me would would want a snake relationship. Current me wants a relationship. And back in my toxic days, oof, I was so toxic. Having like a snake, 
plan A, plan B. I used to live by that quote, you gotta treat them as your number one baby. No face, no case. Like, that kind of vibe. I'm like, holy man. But that's like, a, that's part of the snake relationship lifestyle. That's that toxicity lifestyle. That's how I see it. Because, like, you know, you still have that freedom to do anything you want. Because you're still single, you know? But yeah, I used to love snake relationships. Because I couldn't commit. It was hard for me to explain my feelings to another person. And when I did, I would just distance myself or just ghost anyways. So that's why I love snake relationships. I could disappear, come back, disappear, come back whenever I'd want. And I had that freedom to do whatever I wanted as long as I had my mane with me. But it's crazy that's how the dating life is nowadays. Current me wants a relationship. I want something healthy. I am unlearning so much toxic traits right now. It's crazy. The more I heal, the more I just want a relationship. I don't care for these snake relationships nowadays. But you know what I did realize this past week? That I used to hide. I used to think like I had private relationships, but nah, I kept it a secret. I didn't want like others to know. I don't know. I just like once I connected all these dots of why I did all these things, it's just it just leads to like past relationships, past trauma, unhealed trauma that I haven't dealt with. Like I always had to keep things on the down low. I was so scared of others seeing me being in a relationship and stuff like that. Plus, I was traumatized from my past relationship getting cheated on and having all these trust issues and silent treatment was a huge thing that was used against me. So when it came to having a relationship, I always I, I always thought I was being private, but I was just secretive. I just didn't want other people to know to get judged and all this stuff. Oh, it's crazy. But now I, I'm okay with other people knowing who I date. I'm okay with holding someone's hand in public. I never used to do that before because this is only a relationship thing. Why should I hold someone else's hand? And I did that not long ago. Like, I don't even know how long ago. I held someone's hand for the first time in forever. I haven't held someone's hand since like my ex, my long-term ex, and that was years ago. Well, briefly held someone else, like my old snake relationship, I held his hand there for a brief couple seconds. And that was it. Then I'm like, nope, I cannot do that. Then again, I recently held someone's hand and I'm like, oh, it's okay to do this. I didn't get scared and get anxious. I just didn't. So I'm seeing the differences of how I used to have like secret relationships than private. I never had private. I had secret. I'm like, oh my gosh, I was that toxic. But I'm learning. I'm learning. I I enjoy like the privacy just because I, I'm a creator. And once I show who I'm dating out to the world, everyone knows. And there's lots of people that are nosy. And like lots of questions will come my way. Yeah, that's what I get nervous about. But I, I can pull through it. It's just YOLO. <laughs> Pretty much anyways old me versus new me what a difference hey healing i'm healing my last question is 
what are some of your biggest pet peeves when it comes to dating? And I asked this question on my Snapchat and my Instagram, and I got some pretty deadly responses. And I'll share them with you. I'll open the messages right now. I didn't open them, but I was looking at like some of them. I have 16 responses on on Snapchat. And let's see, where do I have on... Okay, on Instagram, I got 2, 4, 6, 8, 10 responses on Instagram. So I'm going to try pick at least 5 on Snapchat and 5 on Instagram. But if I over go if I go over it it's okay some of them are just funny some of them are just interesting (laughs) and I wanted to get different perspectives on this too I wanted to talk about snake relationships with another person but I just I can't find anyone where I connect with like to do this snake relationship podcast I know I'll find someone sooner or later but right now I'm gonna just do this right now and it's, I don't know, I, it's like so fun. I felt like I had to talk about snake relationships. So that's why I'm talking about them today for this podcast. Okay, pet peeves. So some people answered some of their biggest pet peeves are, oh my gosh, the first one I had to open. When she has nothing but guy friends. <laughs> Call me a walking red flag. Just kidding. I have like majority are guy friends. <laughs> And I have a few female friends, but that's it. Another one. Ooh, when their words don't match their actions. Oh, another pet peeve. Oh my gosh. Relatable. Trying to find out if you're anything like their ex or when they keep talking about their ex. That's a no-no. Oh, snap. When they boink other people. Man, I think I'm gonna just go over those five and five. Because these, they're short responses anyways. Oof, Rachel is another one. I feel like this is going to hit a lot of people. When you spend a lot of time talking and seeing each other, only having them to get into a relationship with another for a short time, after that you move on and don't want to get hurt again so you don't give it 100%. So wasted time. Wow, I felt that one. Because that happened to me before. I'm like, you wasted so much of my time. Just to go back to your ex, like, damn. Like, give me a sign. Tell me just to a Wes and I would go. But yeah, I had that happen to me. (laughs) Oh, snap. Here's another pet peeve is passwords. Where they constantly check on your phone to see if you're being disloyal. Ooh, that shows no trust. Yeah, that's another pet peeve, like... Oof, that one's a tough one there. I feel like that one's a red flag. Oh, here's another common one I got. It's being too clingy. I got a few messages for being too clingy. (laughs) Oh, here's another one. After they shower, they don't put their dirty clothes in the dirty basket. Oh, interesting. (laughs) Another one. When she's always on her game. (laughs) okay these are just my snapchat responses i still didn't go through my instagram so those are some of the snapchat i didn't open the rest of them (laughs) oh some of these responses one of them i don't even know i just want someone to be nice to me (laughs) 
<laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, here's another one that's a pet peeve too of mine. Is me planning every date outing. Yo, that would be a pet peeve. Whew, something I wouldn't want to go through. I mean, I used to go through that. Oh, I just don't want to go through it now. Oh, here's another one. Women who base their life on their social platforms. I feel like I don't base my life on social platforms as much, but I'm always on my social media. So call me a walking red flag there. I'm just kidding. But, um, gotta have a car and can't be broke. Ghosting someone for hours on end. Yo, I'm not liking that one. I feel like if someone ghosts you for a certain amount of time, they're just not interested. And it's hard for other people to get that hint. Like, I sent that hint out before. I, I think it's a hint. Just not responding or just waiting a couple hours, then responding, giving a short answer. Y'all, if that happens to you, that just... They're just not interested. Yo, that's that's it. That's all. Not communicating is another one. And let's go with a last one. Leaving drawers, doors open, doesn't clean up their garbage, and slow walkers. <laughs> so those are just some pet peeves other people have that I ask on my Snapchat and on my Instagram. I got pretty good responses. And I did relate to some of them. I did share about them. So I just wanted like my audience perspectives on this question. So thank you all for sharing with me. I really appreciate it. Those who commented on Snapchat and those who commented on Instagram. So I'm going to be ending the snake relationship episode and we are going to move on to Cree word of the week. For this week, we got adult only words. This is the end of the theme. So I have one more word in here. I'm going to shake it up. <laughs> shake it up when there's only one more left. Open. Oh, it fell. Okay, I got it. This week's Cree word of the week is a misk. A misk. Beaver. A misk. And that is Cree word of the week. Thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it. Mad love to you all. I will catch you all on my next episode. Thank you to those that listen. I appreciate you all. If you want to stay updated, please give a follow at Rising, Thriving, and Vibing Podcast on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. Stay deadly and I'll catch you all on the next episode.